It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, you know, Rich, uh, as we're marching rapidly toward November 3rd, that's the day when people will vote. And we hope that all, you know, is not a big scramble or something. What say you? It's very important to vote, especially in this election. You know, and some people are voting early, too. So do whatever you need to do to make sure that your vote counts. You know, so many people, they mention some of the old songs we use on The Complete Story, and I love them. And they do as well when, when they call the listener comment line. And uh, But, you know, this song fits right now if the Christians... Um, the Bot Radio Network family and those who really value what America is made of or supposed to be, why well, they'll recognize this song as the place we all should be. It's an old hymn. Listen to it. Stand up, stand up for take the words to that old song if we just take the words to the old song why we could just conclude the program right now because the thing is if it isn't the church that takes the leadership and stands for what the bible teaches um why then of course the rest of it just never going to come out right is it it's time to stand up for jesus that's for sure yeah exactly right now the last couple of weeks we have mentioned um, a gentleman in Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee. Interesting, interesting. It's Pastor John DeBerry, who is also a Tennessee state legislator for the past 20, 26 years, I think, didn't you say? Yeah. And uh, what, a, what a gentleman. What a, but he stands on the Bible. He takes a stand and does not move. The people in his district can be proud of him. Well, they've reelected him for 26 years, um, but he is for life, and he is for marriage between a man and a woman. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And then he is for um, quality schools. So every child, every child can get a good education can absolutely come out of high school uh, with knowledge and ready to get a job, ready to go on with the the rest of their adult life. And so anyway, because of those three things, and also the fact that Pastor Representative John DeBerry there in 
in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. He stands on his principles, stands on his convictions. Then the, the Democrat uh, committee there in Memphis, they had a meeting. They said, well, you know, this guy is pro-life and, and, uh, and on this marriage thing and so on and so forth, and then school choice, we don't think we want him in our party anymore. So they took a vote, and in the committee vote, and they just said, we don't want him on the ballot as one of these our Democrats. So there he was. But the whole legislature in Tennessee quickly passed a rule where he could then come on the ballot as an independent. Do I have that about right, Rich? That's about right, yes. And people have heard John DeBerry on the complete story now a couple of three times. We're going to have him again today. But when people want to stand behind a good man, by the way, his district is 90, 9 there in Memphis, isn't it? Right. And District people, 90 in the Memphis area. And, and, you know, people in the greater Memphis area or any place in Tennessee, if you want your legislature to have good people like this, well, you can support him and you can contribute to him. You can help him. You can be his friend. Matter of fact, anyone listening to Bar Radio Network, you can get behind this good man because he has a new website up where people can contact him and uh, and they can contribute to him. What is it, Rich? His uh, website is www.deberry90. That's because he's in district90.com. So that's D-E-B-E-R-R-Y 90.com. Deberry90.com. Okay. And there's a button on that website where you can donate. I tell you, a lot of people called our listener comment line, and they like this fellow. They like him a lot. Now, this is a message, a short message, that he brought to the uh, state legislature uh, just recently. Here it is. You know, with me, the real issue here, it goes beyond what we're talking about right now and about the Bible and the state book and the, and the flowers and the animals and all of that stuff that we're talking about right now. But to me, the real issue is that we've become a nation with an identity crisis. We don't know who we are anymore. We have become so accommodating without discretion that we have lost our core, our creed, and we violate everything we used to stand for. You know, when President Roosevelt stood up on December 7th and talked about December 7th, he talked about the righteous might of the United States of America. That righteous might that he spoke of on that day, colleagues, had to do with the fact that he understood that we had a benefactor that allowed us to beat the superpower of the world at that particular time with a few constrips, a canoe that had a, a cannon strapped on it, and basically we were not supposed to win and be a nation, but we became a nation because of that righteous might, because there was someone greater than we are. We call ourselves a superpower right now, and we are a superpower in the world. But we've got all of this stuff to fight with, but we've forgotten what we fight for. We've forgotten what we stand for. We've forgotten who we are. We go to other nations, they have absolutely no problem they are not sensitive to the fact that their religion is their religion and they don't really care what our beliefs and our thoughts and what we think about the way they run their country. We've opened up the doors to everything and that's fine. We have the greatest document ever written by mankind, the American Constitution. But it is a document that was written by men who were tempered by a greater document than themselves, or than the Constitution, and that's the Word of God. It's not even about whether or not we make the Bible the state book. 
It's about the fact that when we look at our grandchildren and our children right now, men and women of this chamber, we better start thinking about something. If we want to pass on to them the great blessings and the tremendous opportunities that we've had as Americans ourselves growing up in this great nation, it scares me to think and it frightens me to think what this nation is going to be 10, 15, 20 years from now if we don't start standing up for something right now. We sit down on the seat of do nothing, lean back on the elbows of do less and say, wake me up when it's all over. Americans have better wake up. We have come to a position in this nation where everything that our forefathers, our grandfathers, our great grandfathers, everything that they fought for is in question. We're taking crosses off the graves of men who gave their last measure of devotion for this nation. We're taking the crosses off of their graves. We're speaking against them and speaking against everything that they died for as though it means absolutely nothing. This was greater than the Bible becoming the state book of, of Tennessee. Our enemy said over 50 years ago that they would take this nation without firing a shot. They said they were gonna divide us from within. They were gonna make us destroy ourselves. And the way to do that is to make us forget who we are, what we are, whose we are and what we fight for and stand for. Good gracious of life. Why don't you stand for something, stand for something, and stop falling for everything. Mr. Clerk. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Listen, did you hear that applause in the legislature for that Mr. speech? Clark. Uh, Rich, you, uh, you see, that's the kind that's the type of political leader we need. Mm -hmm. And then we need fiery preachers in the pulpit. And uh, Representative Pastor John DeBerry is both. They're in the District 90. Right. And people can help him. Now, here is Dennis Prager, you see. He's talking about the, the three uh, important aspects of American values. Of American values, it's very similar to what we've just heard. But I want the people to carefully now consider what Dennis Prager is saying. Here it is. Race and ethnicity have defined every nation on earth, except one, the United States of America. It is defined by values. So to understand America, you have to understand American values. They are, one, e pluribus unum, two, liberty, three, in God we trust. I call this the American Trinity. I made up the name, but I didn't make up the values. They are on every American coin. The first, e pluribus unum, is Latin, meaning out of many, one. When first adopted as an American motto, shortly after the American founding in 1776, it referred to the 13 American colonies becoming one nation. Over time, however, most Americans understood the motto to mean one people from many backgrounds. To quote the E Pluribus Unum Project, funded by the National Endowment for the Humanities, over the years, E Pluribus Unum has also served as a reminder of America's bold attempt to make one unified nation of people 
from many different backgrounds and beliefs. In other words, America doesn't care about your national or ethnic origins. This explains why people who immigrate to America assimilate faster and more fully than immigrants to any other country. Most of those who have immigrated to Europe from, for example, Turkey, as millions have, are not considered fully German by fellow Germans or fully Swedish by fellow Swedes or fully Spanish by fellow Spaniards. This is even true of the children and grandchildren of those immigrants. And just as important, few of those immigrants or their children or grandchildren will ever feel fully German, Swedish, or Spanish. But a Turk who immigrates to the United States will be regarded as fully American, as American as any other American, the moment he or she becomes a citizen. And they, and certainly their children, will feel fully American. Of course, America has not always lived up to this e pluribus unum ideal, but the ideal was always there, and it was applied to virtually every immigrant to America. The second component of the American Trinity is liberty. Now you might ask, didn't the French Revolution also enshrine liberty as a central national value? Wasn't its motto, liberty, equality, fraternity? The answer is yes. America is hardly the only country to enshrine liberty. It is the only country to enshrine liberty, e pluribus unum, and in God we trust. What's the difference? The difference is this. The moment you affirm equality, as the French Revolution did, you will lose liberty. It is a basic American value that all human beings are born equal and all must be equal before the law. But ending up equal, that's a French and European value. And if you want people to end up equal, you must deprive them of liberty which is exactly what happened right after the French Revolution and in every other society that made equality its national goal. America gives people the liberty to end up wherever their abilities, work ethic, and luck take them, meaning unequal. Therefore, professional athletes will make more money than teachers or doctors. That may be unfortunate, but that is what liberty allows. If you want equality, you will tell people how much they can earn and that means the end of liberty. And third, in God we trust. Unlike almost every other country, America never had a state religion. But it was founded on the principle that God, specifically the God of the Bible, is the source of moral values. As the Declaration of Independence put it, all people are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. In other words, Rights come from God, not from men. If rights are given by men, men can take them away. The American Trinity is the reason America became the world's freest and most prosperous country. But many Americans want to, in the words of former President Barack Obama, fundamentally transform it. They wish to replace American values with European values. Equality of result and an ever-expanding state which greatly reduce individual freedom, the celebration of ethnic and racial identity, which is the opposite of e pluribus unum, and the removal of God as the source of morality and rights. Which set of values Americans adopt will determine whether America remains free, prosperous, and the force for good in the world that it has been. With the exception of the Civil War, this is the greatest internal battle in American history. I'm Dennis Prager. Yeah. Isn't that amazing, Rich? Isn't that amazing? 
uh, in those few minutes, we get a really a good understanding of what of what America is going through right now in this turmoil. And that's what explains why there's so much at stake in this year's election. That's why we stand for life, the life of the unborn child. Honest to goodness, can we get that straight and think about it, process it, and then the sanctity of marriage. Honest, you know, any, let me just say this, Rich. Anybody can get married in America, but they must qualify. They must qualify to get a driver's license. Uh, they must qualify to do a lot of things. And so the qualifications for marriage is, first of all, you can't already be married to somebody else. And the next thing is every state has the right to put the age limit on, on when you can get a marriage license. And you have to qualify that way. Another thing is that you have to have a man and a woman. Now we're talking about marriage. Uh, and folks, does that not make sense? How simple can it be? But why do we have to, in this day and age of 2020, be arguing and, and fooling around in a national election, having to, having to worry about that? What say you, sir? Well, when you start to tamper with God's design, you're in for big trouble. And that's the way John DeBerry feels, right. you see. And the other, the other item is religious liberty and the freedom to speak the Word of God with truth and clarity and boldness. Yeah. Uh, that's so much needed in these days. Listen, um, there are so many listeners that have called now on our listener comment line. Let's just take a few. Mr. Producer, let's take, um, let's take one of our listener calls. Hi, this is Beverly from Forest, Missouri, and I just want to thank Spot Radio Network on 91.5 here in St. Louis, Missouri, for saving me and getting me through many hardships in the last 20 years. I don't know what I would have done without your radio. Such blessing and encouragement. And all the preachers I listen to programs are wonderful, but I certainly do love Core Christianity and Alistair Begg, and I just love them all. I just want to thank you for bringing God's Word into our radio airwaves. May it always be. Thank you. See, Rich, uh, she's from uh, the St. Louis area, I guess, isn't she? Does that bring back memories when we added the St. Louis area to our network? Oh, yeah, I sh it sure does. Uh, Mr. Producer, do we have another one that we can use right now? Good morning, Bot Radio. I'm calling from Rapid City. You are my friend. I live alone. I'm a widow, and I just look forward to spending each day with you. I don't drive any longer, so I'm home, and I have the radio on almost all of the day. And it's such a comfort to hear your voices, your testimonies from other uh, listeners, and to keep us all glued to the coming days ahead when Jesus returns for his church, yeah. which will probably be most of the radio audience. <laughs> Thank you so much for all the work that you do and the joy that you bring to all of us. Mm. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it is. Nice? Uh, you know, remember, Rapid City, that's where Mount Rushmore is. That's up, right. Up near, very close. Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh, nice people up there. Uh, listen, let's have another one. This is Eric from Lee Summit, Missouri. Two weeks after I got saved back in November 2005, I saw a billboard on I-70 advertising bot radio. 
God used Bot, especially John MacArthur's Grace to You program, to disciple me as a new believer and to help my wife and I find our first Bible-believing church family. For 15 years, the radio in my truck has been tuned to Bot. God bless Bot Radio, and God bless America. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Rich, uh, there is a little boy. There's a little boy who was taught. I don't know if it was in the school he attended or in Sunday school. I don't know. But he was able, this little guy, to recite the books of the Bible. And I want our listeners to enjoy hearing that boy right now. Hey. Ask and will begin to seek and you will find. B. Be kind when to nettle. C. Cast your chaos on the Lord and he will sustain you. D. Do not be anxious about anything. E. Every good and perfect gift is from above. F. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. G. God is our refuge, thanks faith, and everything hope and trouble. H. He alone is my walk and my salvation. I. I praise because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. J. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today, ever, ever. K. Know that the Lord is God, and is He who made us. L. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. M. My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. N. My faith is being assured, but what we hopeful and certain we do not see. O. Oh God, you are my God. Honestly, I seek you. P. Praise the Lord on my soul, all my inmost being. Praise His holy name. Q. A quiet spirit is of great wolf in God's sight. R. Rejoice in Lord always, and I'll say it again. Rejoice. S. Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne. T. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. You. Under his wings, you'll find refuge. His swiftness will be your shield. Thee. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life. W. We are modern conquerors through him who loved us. X. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why? You are the light of the world. Z. Zion heals and rejoices. Excellent. Oh, yes. Excellent is for sure. Wonder that little fellow will just keep growing and maturing. And uh, when he's 15 or 16 or 18, um, you know, if he's in a good school and, uh, and they're in a good church, for goodness sakes. What a great way to learn the alphabet. Exactly. You know, line upon line, precept upon precept. Isn't that the truth? Isn't Building that, the that truth? little life on a solid foundation. Yeah. All right, I tell you what. Um, the Gaithers uh, recorded a song that I think fits right now in the complete story with this program. Uh, let's hear it. So many 
is how he saved me at an old-time altar he placed within my heart this joy I know then he changed my life completely gave me hope for tomorrow that's a reason why I love him so We, so quickly. we do, Dad. I want to give the website for people that want to donate or uh, get some more information on uh, Representative John DeBerry. That yes. is deberry90.com. D E B E R R Y 90.com. Deberry90.com. And right. our listener comment line is 1 800 345 2621. 800 345 2621. There you have it, folks. This is Dick Bott with my son Rich with another chapter of the complete story, and we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs>